Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Oh the Insanity. If you follow me on social media, uh, or Facebook or anything like that, well, then you know that I've gone through a kind of a crazy week in my personal life. And um, I guess I'm somebody that is is an open book in so many ways. Uh, and if you follow me on all my things, you kind of get who I am. And I guess that's my therapy. And sometimes uh, my therapy reveals maybe secrets that others didn't want out there. Uh, But that's why I often tell people, if you do not want me talking about you, then do your best not to include yourself in my life. It's very simple. If you don't want any kind of craziness that you put me through to get out there, then just don't be a part of my life. Other than that, we will be cool. In saying that, uh, one of the craziest things that I uh, have had to deal with was finding out that a girl I was dating, had been raped while we were together by a friend. I have been living with this knowledge for a bit. I have been personally and privately trying to figure out how to handle this. Uh, I did do my best to get whatever info I could out there. But you have to realize that I am not the victim. It is not my story. It is not my place. And legally, I have no evidence since I am not the victim. I cannot be the one to take it to the cops. So I knew this. So I did what I could. And I guess recently, I finally decided to put the story out there online. And wow, most of the reactions were supportive. (laughs) Uh, Some of them weren't, man. And I can only imagine what it is for an actual victim to go through this. I think it was easier for me to go through it because I wasn't the victim, but, you know, this is a very taxing thing to handle, so let me break down exactly, exactly the moments that I went through and what I had to process in order to handle them. Now, before I get into it, I do want everybody listening because as I've learned, there are a few people that are watching me who are skeptics and who want to twist everything I say as if I'm looking to benefit myself. In no way did I say what I said in order to help myself. Uh, The only help I got from it was by releasing the cancer of these thoughts from my mind. Um, And it sucks that I have to say that. It sucks 
that a human being before talking about a crime has to now say, and I'm not looking to benefit from this because people don't believe them. And I will state again, I am not even the victim. So I can't even imagine what victims go through when they want to let this out and how much people are looking for a motive for them. There is no motive for me. I have lived with this knowledge. It has eaten at me and I had to let it out because I was weak from it. Okay, so let's start. I was told one night by somebody about their rape with this person. They explained to me how they have known them for years and how it seemed like a crazy night. The victim didn't realize what happened until much later, but stayed friends with the rapist. Because at first it felt like maybe it was just a crazy night. Maybe I didn't know what was going on. Maybe this is their voice. Not not exact words, but their voice. They told me that I don't know if I did something to prompt it. I don't know if I was responsible. All I know is it happened. I felt stupid. I trusted this person. They acted like, like it was both of our choice, and so I just let it pass. That's what the victim told me. And I was confused when I heard this first story because in my mind, I didn't understand how someone could go through something so terrible and stay friends with the rapist. Because in my mind, if somebody does something wrong to you, then you have full right to go to the cops, and you should. But as I came to find out, I understood it afterwards. And I think that's what we have to understand as people. I know there are people out there that are like, well, I'll say something. Well, not everybody is as strong as you. Not everybody has the willpower you have. And that's what you have to realize, that sometimes these victims don't come out early because they are not ready they have to get the strength and in this case the first victim trusted the person they were friends there was a lot to deal with there they also felt like they may have caused this maybe they were the reason for this do you understand that And I hope you understand that. I hope you are intelligent enough to understand that we are all complex and that not everybody's strength and willpower is the same. And sometimes, sometimes a person that takes advantage of you sees this, knows that they can manipulate you, and that's why they take advantage of you. So that's what I had to learn. I was always confused, but I knew that that person just confided in me. That's why I'm not giving a lot of details. That's why I'm not giving names, because they confided in me 
this information because they needed to get it off their chest. I listened. I offered my advice, but that's all they wanted was a listening ear, and that's all I could give them. Okay? I gave them exactly all they asked for. I couldn't do more. And they didn't want more. They just wanted me to listen. So now we get to the second time I heard about it. And it was a victim that I dated. I dated this person for years. Uh, This person often stayed in my house, so much so that they practically lived there. Um, And similar situation. Hanging out, going out. I I was out of town. I was on a gig. I was in Nashville performing. And um, I guess this is when it happened, that that weekend. And the girl I was dating thought it was safe enough to go out with this guy, who was a friend of mine too. Um, I didn't consider him a rapist because the first victim didn't call it rape. Mentioned it, but didn't call it that. You know, they didn't, they didn't heighten the fact that it was rape. They more so focused on the fact that it was a crazy night. But then it happened to the girl I dated. And it wasn't until three years later that she finally got the strength to tell me. And as she told me the story... She recounted it in such a way that I knew it had to be true. It wasn't it wasn't a story. It was remembering the facts, remembering each detail as she was processing telling me each detail. So I I could see that this was hard for her. But she told me. And the reason she said she couldn't tell me was because she felt stupid. She said, I felt stupid because you always said, don't hang around him unless I'm there. Don't, don't hang, don't answer his phone calls unless I'm nearby. Mostly because I knew he was a creep, not because I thought he was a rapist. I just knew that there was a reputation of him hitting on his friend's girlfriends. That's all I knew. So I was just like, just don't, don't talk to him unless I'm there. And to be honest, he would show such distaste for her when she was around me. In fact, he would start fights between me and her because he swore that he did not like her. And that is the weirdness of this situation. This man would manipulate our our personal relationship to make her the enemy so that I, I don't know what, why, I don't know if he was trying to destroy what was between us. I have no clue. And then when I wasn't there, he would try to manipulate her to make me the enemy. He just wanted to destroy. And well, I guess he got his way. 
she would black out. She blacked out and she would black, she would come back and black out and come back. And what was bringing her back each time that she would come back were flashes of lights. And she didn't know if it was real or if it was fake. So much so that in the morning, when she had seen him, he said it was a dream. She didn't know what to think. She felt stupid. She felt dirty. She felt weak. She kept it inside. Okay? So she told me three three years later. And the reason she told me was because I was removed from him. And I was also removed from us. We weren't dating anymore. So maybe she got the strength. Because she said, I was afraid that you were going to hate me. She said, I was afraid that you were going to take his side. And I was already so hurt, I didn't want to be hurt anymore. That was her fear. And I told her I would never, ever take the side of a rapist. I would never do it. And if the first victim would have described it more like that, I would have not taken his side, ever. I would have stood up for that victim. And I had stood up for that victim in another scenario where I saw somebody else try to sexually harass them and I stopped that person. And I'm not a big man. So it's hard for me to confront these people, but I have confronted in other moments people that I saw sexually harassing or harassing my friends. And here's how they figured out that they had matching stories. Now the way that the second victim figured out it was rape was by another late night conversation where she was retelling the tale to what she didn't even know was the first victim. And the second victim had brought up uh, flashes of light that woke her up. And the first victim was like, oh yeah, he was taking pictures. That's what he likes to do. He likes to take pictures. And it was at that moment that the second victim realized it was rape. That it wasn't a dream. It actually happened. And their stories matched. And they talked amongst each other about what to do. And the first victim was just like, I don't know what I can do. I think I'm past the statute of limitations. Uh, I really don't know what we can do. So they kept quiet, you know, and, and I know there may be a few of you right now thinking, what, why, why would you do that and try to, because some people just are, are not fully emotionally prepared to handle the backlash that will come from this. See what you don't understand. If you're saying, why would they, what you don't understand is you don't understand what these two girls have to deal with career-wise, life-wise, 
from this point forward, relationship-wise, everything. That's the problem with a rapist. A rapist just doesn't take sex from you. They take integrity from you. Because if you are a victim, you might be ridiculed. You might be looked down upon. You might be given a scarlet letter, even though you were the victim. And we've seen it again and again and again and again. And we've seen it with public cases. So why wouldn't they fear this? So they kept their mouth shut, even though their stories matched. But I was informed. And what I did next was the least I could do. So after I was told, you know, I didn't know what to do with the information. I didn't know how to process uh, everything that was connecting for me. You know, I, I finally acknowledged what I was really told by the first victim uh, fully. I was like, oh my God, I get it now. Because I didn't understand at first why they would stay friends. And then I was like, fear. That's why they're still friends. Confusion. The feeling of shame. Uh, the feeling of trying to keep, keep it normal is why they stayed friends. And it made sense. I was like, oh, I get it now. Wow. So neither wanted to come out. And prior to my outburst, I really don't think the first person knew I knew completely the story. But since I learned, I have been trying to inform people on a face-to-face basis. I have been going around and personally telling people what I've learned. And it was tough. It was very tough to deal with. Uh, It took me... I mean, for the first three months after I learned of this uh, from the girl that I dated... I couldn't stop thinking about it every 10 minutes. It kept popping up in my head. It was haunting me and I wasn't even the victim. I I felt, I felt pathetic. I felt weak and I wasn't even the victim. I felt like I couldn't do anything and I wasn't even the victim. So I can't imagine what they were feeling if I felt this as someone who just knew it. So I spoke to friends and most believed me, some didn't. And that's probably what hurt the most was that I've had a lifetime of honesty with these people. I've worked a relationship, a friendship with these people. And most people who knew I was a genuine person, a truthful person, I don't cry wolf. 
they they took it in and they believed me but then there was some that didn't and i think that hurt that made me not want to say anything else and i will say it one more time i wasn't even the victim i i was shocked that people i thought were friends who i trusted to reveal this info to immediately hit me with well why why didn't they go to the police well then then it doesn't matter well then it doesn't matter i, I just don't know why they didn't do this i don't understand it and the those statements left me in a weird state of anger and confusion of like oh my god you're not even sympathizing you just immediately like well you know they didn't do anything so it doesn't matter and i was like wow i'm not even the victim so so it was tough to know who to trust with this info and who not to trust with it because the other thing is i didn't know who would take this info and go right back to him with it so let it be known that i legally couldn't do anything all right i i don't have evidence i wasn't the one victimized i couldn't go to the cops all i could do was hopefully warn others so that they wouldn't run into the situation and that's what i was doing for years which is warning others so they didn't run into the situation and i was also telling them please don't let this get back to him because i fear for the victims and my personal life i'm afraid he, he'll retaliate you know um and for the past few years he's actually tried to keep a friendship with my ex he would run into her uh in public places and be like hey how's it going hope everything's fine you know hope you're good i'm glad you left nick and would still try to make me the villain not knowing i knew what he did but he was trying to keep a good face with my ex so that she wouldn't come out it's a very manipulative move right and i was always upset when i heard this cuz he didn't know that i of course i'm still friends with my my ex i mean i i care about her you know i i want to make sure she's fine we didn't leave on bad terms it wasn't a bad relationship uh and so i guess he was hoping that she would hate me enough and that he could use that hate to make himself look good what he didn't know is that she was telling me about these interactions and i kept saying you need to get away from him you know and i think she finally told him to just back off right but it still stayed pretty much under the radar it was still face to face uh face to face 
telling people about this situation. And then, like I said, if you follow me on social media, something happened earlier this week that kind of made me pop. And with me popping, I revealed this story. Uh, And it was hard at first. I was very restless that night. And I probably... I probably wrote about it maybe about 6 a.m. Because I couldn't sleep from what had just happened to me earlier. And I was just stressing. Holding on to these demons. Not being able to sleep. I I still didn't sleep afterwards. And I was like, I've got to just let all this stuff out. Because it is weighing down on me. It It is affecting me. I went through severe depression because of this. And I'm not about to let another man put more depression on me. So I'm going to start telling people. I'm going to make what I can public. And that's what I did. And, uh, well, the, uh, the response was mostly positive. And there was a few negative. So when I revealed it, uh, there was a slight attack from people that didn't like me uh, for whatever reason it was, personal reasons. They thought, well, they tried to paint me as a villain in the in revealing it. They were like, well, he's trying to say this so that he can make himself look good and he can make himself the victim and this should be the victim's story and not his and they made it seem like I was trying to profit off of this off of revealing this truth they tried to make it seem like I was doing it for to only help myself and it was just jealousy of uh, their little their little attacks where they saw me in a weekend moment and they just decided to attack me at every angle as if they were going to hurt my character. But my character is that of a man who finally revealed what he had heard. I didn't keep it silent. Yes, I kept it silent out of respect for a long time. But I could no longer. And it wasn't to benefit me. Right? I put that out there to take the heat that the victims were going to get otherwise. I took the backlash of people attacking me for not naming names, for making it seem like I'm trying to take advantage of a situation, or for making it seem like I'm putting it out there because I need I need some kind of benefit from it, which we see now constantly. You know, it's, it's, it's hard enough for people to speak. But to be told you're only speaking so it can benefit you, that's, that's a weird attack. Oh, now you say it? You didn't say it when it happened? You know, people act like they are the strongest steel backboned people ever. And we all process shit differently. 
We all handle our our chaos differently and our sadness differently. And all these people that attack these victims as if, well, I would have said it the most. Would you have? Would you have? Because I remember one time when I was walking down a street and I saw a car swerving violently uh, away from me on the street as it entered the street I was on. And I was like, whoa, look at that car, man. I'm going to pick up a rock. And if it comes at me, I'm going to throw this rock at it. And right when I said that, it was as if, as if the car heard me, did a U-turn and started swerving my way. And you know what I did? I froze in terror. Because even though we say that we would act a certain way, you don't know until you're in the situation. So you can't judge others on how they act. Because we don't know how we would act. And luckily, I wasn't even the victim. So I took the heat. And I I guess I wasn't surprised by the heat from the people that didn't like me. What I was surprised was the heat that I got uh, from the people that, I guess, wanted more? So I, when I put out the post, of course, I didn't put out names because I was trying to protect uh, the victims from once again getting harassed by uh, the guy. And I couldn't believe it. I was attacked by people for not revealing the names, you know, of any of them. And I kept trying to explain it's not my place. They don't want me to. I can't. And that wasn't enough for people. I got emails and messages saying that even me saying anything wasn't worth it if I didn't reveal the names, that I, that I should be ashamed that I didn't put the names in the post. And uh, hearing that made me realize like, wow, not only do you get attacked from people that you didn't you you kind of expect a little backlash from you get attacked from people that are like in this aggressive support you know they want to burn the witch they they want they want names give us names and it's not even worth it if we don't get a name and they didn't even respect the safety of these victims they didn't even respect my safety you know it was as if they were like, there might be others and we need to know. And I get that. But I was respecting the victim's wishes. And it was so hard to get through some of these people. And the amount of messages that I got from people that, that were trying to tell me well, you, you should have just not said a thing if you weren't going to say it all. And then I explained to them the situation, how intense the situation really is, because there's more details that I can't reveal because it's not my place. And they all apologized. It was as if as soon as I told them and made them finally realize that the fear and, and the, the safety issues involved that they got it but the fact that they questioned me and tried to belittle me 
And I even told one, I was like, are you trying to shame me into giving out this, this, all this information? And finally they backed away and a few of them were like, well, I was a victim myself and I felt like I needed to speak out. And I was like, well then, and I want to say, well, then you know, then you know where these girls are at. Then you know what they're dealing with. So why, why are you making it even worse? Okay, they didn't, first off, they didn't want me to say a damn thing. And I said something because I popped, but I didn't say their names. And now you as a victim of your own rapes, who you already know the fear of it. You're trying to make us feel bad for dealing with this at our own pace. Okay, this is not just a, a let's immediately put up signs and it, it takes a lot of strength for people to come out. And I was surprised by that. I was shocked that I was getting attacked that way. And I told them, I said, hit me up face to face and I'll let you know. But I cannot put this out in a public forum. And they, some of them got it. Now, the crazy part is, is one of the victims spoke up on my public forum and said, I am the victim and I don't want to reveal the name. I am one of the victims and I don't want to say the name because it's too hard for me to. It's already very painful me, for me to read this stuff. And I thank Nick for putting it out there, but I'm not ready to deal with this. And they still, they still attacked. And maybe that's something we need to look at as people. Maybe we need to start realizing that everybody processes their own pain and suffering and grief in different ways. And it takes a different amount of time for all of us to deal with a situation. So if you are somebody that's listening to this, who has never, who can't believe why someone wouldn't come out immediately, well, hopefully you understand now. There's a lot at stake sometimes. And you've got to respect that process. Okay? And to the ones that, that, we're upset that I didn't say names. I know your heart was in the right place, but your emotions were clouding your sense of judgment for someone's safety. You need to check your emotions and think logically about the repercussions of outing an obvious criminal an obviously chemically imbalanced man who can find these people in bars has, has done it before. You need to realize that they have to make sure that they're safe. And unfortunately, since they haven't put it out there legally, well, they, they're not sure if they, they can get 
the legal system to defend them properly. Do you get it now? Do you understand? And I hope you do. So where does this story end? I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen after this. I really don't. I said it. I've informed people. I think, you know, the fact that one of the victims felt safe enough to reveal she was a victim is a, uh, is a step in the right direction. At least she felt confident enough. Maybe she saw the support that I did get and it made her feel confident enough. Maybe she came out because she saw the attacks on my character for people saying, well, he's trying to you know, he's trying to do this for his own benefit. Maybe that made her stand up for me, which in the end is her standing up for herself. And I'm very proud of her for doing that. I'm very proud that she got the strength to do it and and she's somebody I deeply care about, you know, and uh yeah, I deeply care about her, man. You don't want to hear that shit. You don't want to hear that somebody that you loved was raped by somebody that you trusted. Uh and the only reason they met that person was because of you. And I think maybe that's what what was the the big hurt for me was that these were two people that at one time meant a lot to me in my life. One of them still does. <laughs> um, one of them definitely doesn't. You know, and I guess knowing the fear and seeing it in her eyes and seeing how how she told me <sighs> it made me realize what people that are victimized go through and i find and and i can i finally got a glimpse of it i can't claim that i get it completely only because i am not in the situation and I don't want to be in that situation. I don't. I hope I never get to that situation. But I got a feeling of it. I got a feeling of the fear and of the backlash, and of why. Well, I, you know, I guess the fear and the backlash were just enough to make me realize why people stay silent. And if you're listening to this and you're going through this situation. And if this helps you in any way, you know, I hope it does. Uh, I wasn't prepared for the backlash, but I, you know, in the end, I didn't, it didn't hurt me. Because in the end, I was standing up for somebody. So that's what I wanted to do this whole time. And I finally got to. And all the attacks that people sent my way. It didn't hurt me because I am a secure person. And because in the end, it didn't happen to me. It didn't happen to me. So you did, You can't hurt me. You can't shame me. You can't make me feel bad. You can't slut shame me. One of the guys tried to slut shame the victim. You can't slut shame me. So what the fuck do you think you did to me? Nothing. 
you made yourself look like a fool. And I was happy to take that so that they felt comfort enough to speak out. And I guess maybe maybe that's what I took away from this. And I don't know if the first person will ever talk. And I don't know if this will ever get resolved. I really don't know. All I know is that I spoke up. I took the heat. And maybe that let my ex know that she has nothing to fear when in confiding with people that love her. And maybe that's enough. And and I did say, I have said things to people personally, and I'm hoping that it gets out there so that other people feel safe. But in the end, I'm happy that, I, ho- I hope she knows that, you know, I really, I really didn't want this to happen to her, and I wish it didn't. And I wanted, and I've told her this, you know, I, look, man, I love you. All right. So when somebody loves you, don't, if they truly love you, they won't, uh, they won't take the side of somebody that's hurting you. If you need to speak up, speak up to the people that love you, because if they truly love you, they will have your back. And that's what I told her, man. And I hope anyone that saw what I did realizes that too. I mean, I got a lot of messages of people that are going through some shit right now. And how that that post gave them the strength to really put together their thoughts to defend themselves. And I guess that's what we all need, man. We need to know that there are people out there that love you guys. And I I hope when you're in a situation where... You feel alone and you feel like you're going to get shamed and you feel like like the world's against you. It's not. It's not against you. Um, and trust in the ones you love. You know, even if it's just a friend, even if it's an ex, go find somebody to talk to because that cancer, that poison of keeping those deep thoughts in your head and that reality will hurt you. It's going to weaken you. Meanwhile, the person that did this to you is not even thinking about it. Now, I guarantee you right now that that man is shaking because it's out there and people are going to know his name.